Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode five of the Spilt Milk Podcast. We talk yeah, about yeah. some of the craziest stories from around the world. I'm your host, Jared James. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, OB. OB, what Behind the keys, we got our main man, Benny D, a.k.a. DJ Badney, a.k.a. the Uncle Toucher, a.k.a. the Ayatollah of Yo, Rock but you got, you got you got to let them know, uh, me and Badney, and you as well, we all released a little EP for the, you know, That's the right. public. Brand it's called uh, Spotify. Fresh Out of the Hose Sank. By NFG, no fucking good. No fucking good. We East Van repping. You probably already heard the song, um, what, what two weeks ago? It's called Formula Protest. There's more songs on the way. And uh, we uh, would so happy. We're so happy to, you know, release it out to the public. This is some good energy. That All homemade, energy. too. Completely produced in our California suite. Beats all made by Benny D himself. Yeah, man. Thank you. Well, today we're going to be talking about the tragic yet inspiring story of Richard Russell, better known the to the public as Sky the king. Sky King. What a king. Information on the story was actually pretty hard to come by, you know, a lot harder than I thought it would be, so we owe a lot of what we know today to YouTube's Count Dankula. Uh, check him out if you haven't. He has some really cool series called Absolute Mad Lads. It's really a huge inspiration of the well, show. Well, you know, and the title's fitting for fucking Sky King. Right. Because he is an absolute mad lad. Out of all of them, the most maddest of the lads. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Benny, roll it. Richard Russell was born in Key West, Florida, but moved to Wasilla, Alaska at age 7. In 2011, he met his future wife at Campus Crusade for Christ. All these tongue twisters. <laughs> he was even a leader for his local Christian youth ministry. He was nicknamed Bebo, and re even referred to himself as Bebo in his vlog. Yeah, it's like everyone called him Bebo. No one really called him Richard. Yeah, his stepbrother, his wife, his, yeah. you know, his family, all called him Bebo. Bebo Russell, it's kind of cute. It's actually a very beautiful name. And, um... Yeah, in 2012, I think him and his wife, they opened a bakery together in North Bend, Oregon. But they ended up selling it by 2015. Uh, you know, they just wanted to move closer to his wife's family. So they settled in Sumner, Washington, where Russell found employment at Horizon Airlines as a ground service agent. According to Volt.com, ground service workers play a significant role in the aviation industry. But from what I understand from Bebo's vlogs is that they all they do is carry a lot of luggage. A lot of luggage. It's just those guys pretty much like on the ground of the plane when you're waiting for it to take off who are... They like defrost the wings, load and unload the bags. And maybe even clean up some puke yeah. that was on the ground. You know, and you're probably working outside in the rain and like, you know, for red eye flights and stuff. It, it doesn't look like that great of a job, to be honest. But, Not dissing the ground service agents out there. You're very important. Thank you. But he tried his best there and um, clearly it led to some crazy it things. Was, it led to something crazy. And that's all we really know about the guy, like. You know, much like the other stories we've covered, Richard had no criminal history. He didn't have a history of mental illness. Um, after the incident, the FBI did a thorough investigation. They searched his home, his workspace, his computer. 
Uh, they interviewed his friends and family, but through all that, they came up with nothing to allude to the fact that, you know, he was planning on, on doing such a thing. All they alluded to was that he was Bebo the Sky King. <laughs> he was Bebo. Well, they weren't calling him Sky King yet. But, yeah, yeah. but so at this point, he's still just Bebo. But Russell. come on, man. Any day now, time. he's going to become Bebo the King of the Skies. Yes. So, uh, you know, what exactly did Richard the Sky King Bebo Russell do? Well, we're about to find out. But first, we're going to hear from our sponsors. Unstia, my name is Meat. And my name is Muscle Unstia. And together we are Meat and Muscle. Everyone faces adversity in their lives, and we find that the best way to deal with that is through the power of biceps. For only $16.99, you can join the Meat and Muscle Club, and we will ship you your very first starter steroid kit with everything you need to get jacked. Use your biceps to overcome all kinds of adversities, like opening tight jaws, fixing your car, or even choking out a cop. Visit meatandmuscle.ca for more information. On August 10th, 2018, shortly after 7pm, Richard hopped behind the wheel of an unoccupied Bombardier Dash 8 Q400 plane and started taxiing onto the runway. The control tower desperately tried to get him to identify himself as he skipped the whole takeoff queue, but got no response at all. And by 7.32pm, Richard Bebo Russell was airborne. Richard had no pilot's license, no hours of flight time, not even any formal training, but claimed he knew exactly what he was doing because uh, he quote-unquote played a lot of video games. Once he was in the air, Richard finally started responding to the control tower. He was telling them how he just wanted to take it out, try a couple maneuvers, and bring it right back. But as we'll come to learn, Richard had no intent on landing the bird once it was in the sky. Now a lot of people are probably thinking, how can a man who stole a multi-million dollar plane and put a bunch of lives at risk be labeled a king of the sky? Well, we are gonna, we're going to play um, some of the recordings of the conversation between Russell and the control tower. And uh, you'll get a better idea. Yeah, I've chosen some of my favorite parts, but uh, if you're interested, you can check out the interview in its entirety online. And uh, it's hilarious. This guy has a sense of humor. It's... You're going to come to see why we call him Sky it's, King. It's everything you want in a drama. It's yeah. depressing, it's hilarious, and it's also tragic. It'll make, It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It'll make you say, Sky King. And this is our tribute to him. Let's take a listen. Can everyone standing by for departure, just hold uh, hold on with me for a second. Here's you. Right, zero, 07. Zero. Approach, welcome, final runway 16, right? Welcome. Man, I'm a ground service agent. I don't know what that is. Clear to Portland, Seattle 6 is filed at the 7,017. Start it up and get it to go. Uh, in a couple hours, I guess. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't know how to land it. I wasn't really planning on landing it. 99, via Bravo, over to Mansfield, the opposite sent off. Knows how to fly one of those aircraft, but uh, we'll see what we can do and get you in contact with somebody. Man, I played video games before, so 
I, uh, you know, I know what I'm doing a little bit. Okay, and, uh, and you can see all the terrain around you. Uh, you've got no issue with visibility or anything? Nah, everything's peachy. Peachy clean. Just did a little circle around Rainier. It's beautiful. Um, I think I got some gas to go check out, uh, the Olympics. And, uh, yeah. Okay, and, uh, Rich, do you know, uh, are you able to tell what altitude you're at? Way one six left, iconic tower for your landing clearance. I threw up all inside of it. It's bad. You'll be released when you when you taxi out. American six hundred. Fast to join. I was thinking about it, and then uh, probably a good thing I did. Four ninety four. Mexico four ninety four monitor one. Our captain did join up. Yeah, that's all mumbo jumbo. I have no idea what all that means. I wouldn't know how to uh, punch it in. I'm I'm uh, off autopilot. Okay, see ya. Make a right turn on Bravo. Five thousand five hundred. No, I'm not taking you to any jets. I'm actually keeping you away from aircraft that are trying to land at SeaTac. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't want to screw with that. I'm glad, uh, glad you're not, uh, you know, screwing up everyone else's day. Just off your right side, in about a mile. Do you see that? That's the, uh, that's the, uh, that's McCord uh, Field. Oh man, those guys will rough me up if I uh, tried landing there. I think I, I think I might mess something up there too. I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, hopefully, oh, they probably got anti-aircraft. No, they don't have any of that stuff. Uh, we, we're just trying to find a place for you to land safely. Yeah, not quite ready to bring it down just yet, but holy smokes, I gotta, I gotta stop looking at the fuel because it's going down quick. Okay, Rich, uh, if you could, if, could you start a left-hand turn, and uh, we'll, we'll take you down to the uh, southeast, please. This is probably uh, like jail time for life, huh? I, I mean, I would hope it is for a guy like me. Well, Rich, we're not, we're not going to worry or think about that, but could you start a left-hand Yeah, these recordings are crazy. You can hear the calmness in his voice. Like, it was clear he knew exactly what was going to happen to him that day. He seemed to accept it, if not even embrace it. Uh, and he was just having an absolute blast up there, pulling off aerial maneuvers that have said to be near impossible to pull off in that aircraft, even by seasoned veteran pilots. Keep in mind that the aircraft Richard was flying was a commercial commercial passenger plane and was like in no way designed for barrel rolls or backflips. This wasn't a fighter jet. This was something that you know you and your family take on vacation. And uh, yeah, it was apparently just impossible what he was doing. But he he played enough video games. He kind of killed it. Crowds gathered on the streets and cheered Richard on as he pulled off stunt after stunt. Of course, they had no no idea what was going on behind the scenes, but Richard accomplished what he sent out to do. Put on a hell of a show and have a good time doing it. It's amazing how in his final hours, he used his time to troll the absolute shit out of the control tower operators. The guy had a serious sense of humor. And uh, we love it. Of uh, one six left, American seven Alaska six ninety one. Damn it, Andrew! People's lives are at stake here. Now, Rich, don't don't say stuff like that. Nah, I just told you I'm not. I don't want to hear no one. I just want you to whisper sweet nothings into my ear. And six uh, hundred. Concentrate so much on flying the airplane. Hey, you think if I land this successfully, uh, Alaska will give me a job as a pilot? Uh, you know, I think they would give you a job of doing anything if you could pull this off. 
to Richard's air show, the dark thoughts that made him take his own life start to come to the surface, and uh, while we never get enough information to know truly why he did it, we do get to hear some of Richard's more solemn thoughts, and uh, this is when the story gets a little less funny, but he's still a hero. That's what Richard did next. Pulled off his final maneuver, but were taking aim for Ketrin Island and nosediving to his demise. Richard kept true to his word of not wanting to hurt anybody and crash landed on a secluded island where he was the only ca- casualty. Although he did actually land dangerously close to a cabin situated on the island, he landed in such a secluded place that it took emergency services almost two hours to respond. And may clean up nearly um, impossible. Yeah. yeah. To this day, you can visit Ketron Island and find a debris from a crash. Yeah, you can still find parts of the plane. It's nuts, but he went out. He went out with a you know a bang. It's pretty awesome. And that's the story of Richard Bebo Russell, the Sky King. Um, yeah, it's a it's a tragic story, but he you know a lot of people really love the guy because. He did stay true to his word. He made sure no one was hurt. He didn't even want to ruin the control operator's day, which is, you know, just the cutest thing ever. So rest in peace, Sky King. Um, we're going to continue that. Going to continue the weigh-in between OB and Benny D here. So, uh, OB, if you will, please take the scale and let's see what you got. All right, let's do this. Taking off my fucking sweater for this shit. <laughs> Does anyone remember what uh, last week's weigh was? Uh, we did. Uh, it wasn't last week, but I was still at 220. Okay. Ben hit 210. All right, 220, and let's I'm see what you're be, at. I'm above! Mm-hmm. <laughs> they both went up. <laughs> what are you at? I mean, wait, 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 wait. What's the number? I gained muscle mass! What's the number? Like 224, no, 225. You gotta give me oh, a number. Oh, shit! I'm about to quit cigarettes it? for a month. 220 what? Uh, 225. 225, okay. Benny D? <sighs> Fuck. Take my keys out like that will help. Taking the scale. <laughs> 220. <laughs> 220. <laughs> Up 10. Um, this weight loss challenge is not going very good. 
at all. So I'm going to sign us off before we embarrass ourselves anymore. This song is called Dickhead by, by a band called Paul is Dead. We just released a split with them. Check it out on Spotify, Bandcamp. Paul is Dead. This song is called Dickhead. Yeah!